country that this world has ever seen. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I say you just leave it in there. Uh, uh, getting over a cold, man. It, you know, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I don't I usually had, do the mic that early. I thought you had the mics turned off. I what? usually do, and I was like, for some reason, <sighs> I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. You know what? Hey, look, I got asthma, and so anytime I get like a like a really bad cold or whatever, it always starts. I'm sorry, it's probably TMI, but welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, it normally starts with like my nose running like a faucet. Right. Mm. So I went over to pick up my son at a friend's house and his friend's dad has like 37 dogs. Okay. That'll do it. I'm allergic to dogs. All right. I just, I, I wish I wasn't, you know, I, I, I didn't. Is duck and doe, are they hypo? Yes. Whatever it's called. Yes, they are. That's why they're so expensive. And I was so happy to purchase them. But either way, (laughs) um, I didn't choose this life. This life chose me. Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to have like an attack dog uh, and all these other Killing things. Killing Victor Marks, but, yeah. But they would literally kill me. You know, I didn't choose this life. The allergic to dog life chose me. Anyway, went over there. Next day, sinuses just, I mean, just like a faucet. Probably went through a whole roll of toilet paper. Anyway, well, because I'm asthmatic, the very next thing that happens anytime my nose runs for a long period of time it gets in my lungs. I got to hack it up. Sorry. That's where we are. So we ruined the intro for you. Welcome to the real world. All right. Today, we told you we're going to start changing how we do things a little bit. So today is reactions to stupid things mm, on be, the internet type stuff. Um, I'm excited about this because, you know, I am a Christian. I love the Lord, but I feel like God gave me a sense of humor for a reason. And a lot of people tell me I'm at my best when I'm just picking on people. <laughs> and so, you know, we're just going to have a little bit of fun. A little bit of fun today. Everybody, if you got your poo-poo pants on and you want to get offended by everything, this probably isn't the episode uh, to, to listen to. And you should skip to uh, the really insightful episodes that will come after this. But this one is stupid things on the internet. Sometimes it'll be stupid people on the internet. Uh, but this is going to be stupid things that I have found it's on gonna the be internet fun. lately. Uh, before we get into that and before we get into our first sponsor, though, I want to say to all of our Florida listeners, all of our friends in Southern Florida, mm-hmm. et cetera, uh, we're praying for you guys. Uh, it looks like I read this morning that the hurricane is one mile an hour away from being uh, cat five. Oh, I didn't realize it was that strong. Yeah, it's crazy. See, and my sister lives in Clearwater. Yeah. And I got a friend in Naples and it's going it's like, right in between the two. It's like it's like 155 mile an Ooh, hour winds right realize. now. And that's like one away. So by the time you're listening to this, maybe it's downgraded or maybe it is a cat five. But either way, uh, we do yeah, take it's that. It's expected to hit at 155 miles an hour. Yeah. So that's one away from a cat five. So that's what I said. So if it picks up one more thing, yeah. it'll be yeah, that, category like, five. That's as hurricane. close as you can get. Um. Anyway, uh, we're praying for you guys. Uh, I hope that you guys are being safe. I hope that a lot of you uh, got out. Um. Yeah, I, I have a lot. There are obviously in conservative media, I have a lot of people that I know mm-hmm, that live in yeah. the Florida areas, et cetera. Um, yeah, so our prayers are out to you guys. This is a very serious thing. Um, I don't like that. I just read a report, and I guess I'll go ahead and say it that Biden and DeSantis have finally talked to each other. 
like as of yesterday, because there was some tension, like the president didn't want to talk to DeSantis. The category four hurricane, you talk and, to DeSantis, and, and, set aside your differences. And borderline refused to even acknowledge like his name as the governor of Florida. What? What a baby. What? Not what a baby. What an evil man. Biden's just evil, guys. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. Look, this is a Christian show. Biden's an evil person. He just is. He's an evil person. Um, it, it, I, who does that? Right. Like at the end of the day, if we can't put our differences aside for lives and property of Americans, then then what is the point of all this yeah. stuff? So I thought that was very sad. And and I'm glad they finally spoke. But good Lord, you've known the hurricanes coming for a while. Why not talk before then grow up either way? OK, before we get into our stupid stuff of the day, though, we got to get into a sponsor. All right, the government is addicted to spending. Really? You know that because they're, it's a dumpster fire across the board. So how can you fight against the impact of inflation? Step one, switch your cell phone service to my friends at Pure Talk, one of America's most reliable 5G network companies. You don't have to sacrifice coverage to save a fortune every single day month. I mean, take a look at your cell phone bill. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, I know how much you pay because I used to be that myself. Check this out. Pure Talk will give you an unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. That's real money that can go to cover groceries or gas, and Pure Talk has never raised rates. Take action. Go to puretalk.com, select the plan that will save you money, then enter the promo code G-R-A-H-A-M, and you'll get 50% off your first month's bill. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Graham by switching to my company, Pure Talk. That's puretalk.com. Offer code Graham now. All right. So this next portion, at least the next two topics in general, are going to be about TV and movies. Well, this so, isn't going to go well for me. At least half of it, Zach, is going to be completely lost um, because he is such an anomaly of a media person that just has not seen anything, like nothing. I know you've seen the second thing we're going to talk about, but still, hey. you're 50% and your job is this. But either okay. way. Well, let's, maybe I've seen this first one. All right, so we're going to talk about Dahmer, the new series on Netflix. I have not seen it. <laughs> I, I already know. I, t I told you that. Like, I, it, I, you know. I got I, too excited. Prophesied it. Zach hasn't seen this show. But either way, uh, Dahmer has gotten a lot and a lot and a lot and a lot of attention. Uh, Evan Peters uh, plays uh, the character of Jeffrey Dahmer. A lot of people are saying he needs an Emmy for this, um, et cetera. I watched it. I watched it. I wasn't going to watch it because I'm a true crime fan. I, I, I'm a closet, like, true crime fan. I guess I'm not because I just said it. It's not closet. Like, that's pretty out in the open. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, no, like, I love that stuff. True crime documentaries are phenomenal. I know it. I know it. It's kind of bad. Like I like I realize that because it's real people and all this other stuff. But I also view it as that stuff's never going to happen to me. It's just not because I watch all these things. I've read all the bad things. I know what's going on. They ain't yeah. getting me. Well, you're not entertained by the bad stuff that they're doing. It's like I am like, just well. The late seven, the mid seventies to the mid eighties was like the, the the era of the serial killer. Oh yeah, right. It the was Unabomber. That, right. All the well, and, and and a lot of it was because of lapses in how police work worked. Uh, 
They didn't have the technology. They didn't have technology. Uh, there wasn't CCTV camera systems everywhere. Everybody didn't have a phone. And, and it's just fascinating to me how these people got away with what they got away with, right? And so I, I normally watch like the legit, the, the legit true crime documentaries, but this is a almost like a biopic type show. I mean, it's a legit show. Like it's not, and then subsequently they have in a month the Dahmer tapes coming out where they actually play like the real detectives that were involved in it. They play his interviews, et cetera. Now, I'll probably watch that, too, because that's the real thing. But either way, um, Dahmer has been getting a lot of attention. Now, I will say this. I don't get weirded out by movies very often. I'm a horror movie fan. Everybody yeah. knows this. It, Dahmer's tough, man. It's, re- it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough to watch. Um, it does, as far as gore goes and stuff like that, I don't know how this turned into a movie review, but it has. Uh it doesn't have a lot of that. It leaves a lot of things open to imagination, kind of like it will cut away. And it's told from a perspective of his next door neighbor. Cause he lived in an apartment complex. He, I just hit the mic hearing the sounds coming through like the vent and all this stuff. And, and oh, so, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. But, but, but it really plays. Wait, 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 wait. And this, the guy in the apartment didn't find like, it's a chick. It's a girl. She didn't think anything of it. Oh, she called police multiple times, multiple times. That's the thing, and that's why I feel like people should watch these things because you like see, like, oh my gosh, like, wow, I can't believe that happened. Um, Dahmer is, as far as serial killers go, if you ever truly believe that there was ever someone who was truly possessed by like a demon or something, it was him. Dahmer's definitely up there, man. Uh, again, if you have children listening to this, this is the part not to listen to. Um, so the warning is there kids out of the room. You pause this three, two, one. Okay. We're moving on. All right. It shows the, it doesn't glorify Dahmer at all, which, which I did appreciate. Uh, there are rightfully so some of the families of the victims that are upset about this movie. Because it's reliving trauma, right? Like, like, like it just is. It's reliving the trauma. Um, the biggest part of it is a large percentage of the show is like inside the mind of Jeffrey Dahmer. Like his gradual, <laughs> depending on how you want to say it, rise or decline into what he became, right? Um and so it kind of explores how he got there. Yeah. And, and Jeffrey Dahmer was uh, homosexual. Like his victims were men. Okay. Very much like John Wayne Gacy. Only difference is uh, this is really intense. D- Dahmer like chopped people up. He ate them. Like all this other kind of stuff. Like, like it was intense. And I won't go too much into that. But Jeffrey Dahmer was a homosexual. Like this was a thing. And he preyed upon the gay community. So Netflix. This is what, of all the things about the Dahmer series, it's tough, man. Like, like there's some, there again, I don't get weirded out a lot. There's some like, you know, kind of moments in it, like, and a lot of those moments in this show. And even I found myself like skipping some stuff. I'm like, all right, <laughs> you know, well, let, well, you know yeah. let, let's get, let, let's get to it or let's get past this part or whatever. 
Um, Evan Peters does an amazing job of this character. Uh, if Heath Ledger found himself in a depressed mental state after playing the Joker, I've seen the meme go around, but I reciprocate the sentiment. I really hope Evan Peters got some people in his life because he had to go to a dark place, man. Like, like legit dark place to play this role. Like, dude, there's just even this one scene where he's shopping in a, in a men's store and he sees somebody dressing one of the male mannequins, right? So he hides in the dressing room for hours until the, sh until the store closes down. They lock everything down. Again, this would never happen today. But, but, but back then, like he's just hanging out in the dressing room until they turn all the lights off. Then he goes, he gets a trash bag, he disassembles the freaking mannequin and takes it home. And then it's like his boyfriend at the house. And, you know, I mean, like, yeah, it's like, and, and, and it's not like this quick thing, like, oh, I got a boyfriend now. It's like a 25-minute scene of him, like, putting it back together, like, just, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a lot. Like, it's a I'm, lot. I'm going to pass it's on a, this it, one. It is a lot. And, 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 but anyway, believe it or not, the dismembering of people, the eating of people's brains and their hearts and all this stuff, that's not what people are up in arms about. People are up in arms. I'm finally getting to the point. Uh, in every Netflix show, they give like uh, markers, right, of what it is. Horror, thriller, this kind of stuff, right? So with Dahmer, it was ominous, psychological, horror, LGBTQ, right? Because they do have LGBTQ, uh, like, like uh, what? what's the word? Uh, like, like as a genre, but it usually kind of praises the LGBTQ. Right. Kind of and thing. so LGBTQ viewers have lost their minds over the fact that they would put this in the LGBTQ category. And so Netflix has, uh, oh, a tag. They call it a tag. There it is. I just saw it as I'm reading it. Netflix drops the LGBTQ tag on Jeffrey Dahmer series after viewers outraged. Netflix is no longer using the LGBTQ tag on its controversial series about deranged serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer. First of all, I don't really know why the series is controversial. It's about Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, I feel like you know what you're watching. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I in no way thought that when I watched it, and I watched it for the purpose of being able to talk about it, I didn't think for one second, like, oh, this isn't going to be intense. You know, Jeffrey Dahmer killed people and ate them. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think is going to be about the show? I mean, it, like, just go in knowing that, like, there's going to be some intense scenes. Yeah, exactly. And so, anyway, all right. However, it followed several days' worth of outrage online by disgusted viewers, many of whom uh, tagged Netflix in their attack. Why the F did Netflix tag the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary LGBTQ? Um, I mean, I know it's technically true, but this is not the representation we're looking for. That's the part I want to talk about. I mean, I know it's technically true, but this is not the representation we're looking for. So basically, the LGBTQ community is upset that a serial killer and horrific demon as horrible as Jeffrey Dahmer is being associated with the LGBTQ community. They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know Jeffrey Dahmer was gay. They don't want you to know he preyed on the LGBTQ community. They don't want you to know none of that stuff. None of it. Nope, nope, nope. He's just a white 
male serial killer. Stick with that because that's what everybody likes. Everybody likes to go with that one because that's acceptable. Very much like today. Mass shootings. You see it all the time. White dude does it everywhere. Turns out to be a person of color, dies immediately. Because mm-hmm. that's not the narrative that they want. So I think it's absolutely ridiculous. In fact, because, you know, it's just how I'm wired. <laughs> I retweeted this article, and I just simply said, what is truth for 500 Alex? Um, you know, because it is true. And if we're going to tell the story about the demented person that was Jeffrey Dahmer, why would we omit certain things? You're not going to omit the names of the people that he murdered in the series because you don't care about that, right, and the trauma of the actual families. You're more concerned about the LGBTQ being displayed in a bad light. This all goes into changing history and all this other kind of stuff. It happened. That's what happened. That's how it went. I think it's stupid. Zach, any thoughts? Um, No, not really. (laughs) I mean... You want no, me to I'm play good. you a like, scene from the like, show? Like, I'm, I'm not watching it. <laughs> All right, listen up, folks. The last time we went through a recession, there were stocks that literally went to zero. Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, Chrysler, multiple blue chip stocks went to little or no value almost overnight. Could that happen again? Uh, the way the things are going in Biden's economy, I think that is more possible than not. So why not own something that has never been valued at zero? G-O-L-D. That spells gold. Historically, it's your best hedge against inflation, which is rising like a atomic nuclear missile as we speak. The savviest Americans diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market, from global instability, and from a falling dollar. Do you? Birch Gold Group helps you hold gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. So whether you've got a 401k, an IRA, or let's just say you've got some savings you've been working so hard to protect, all you have to do is text the word GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. There was some confusion about this earlier, so I'm going to say it again. The number is 989898, and you text the word GRAM, G-R-A-H-A-M, to get your 20-page free information kit from Birch Gold. There are no strings attached. Free information is vital information. So, all you got to do is text the word Graham to 989898. Now, this one comes uh, with Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, about... Um, da, 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 don't ruin it. Yes. Yes. Sorry, about, I, read, I read that article. Okay, good. All right, so this is uh, Caleb McLaughlin, I guess is how you say his name. Well, who does he play again on Stranger Things? Dude, this is so bad. I don't even remember the name, his, his character's name. Well, what's his? We're kind character? of going along with what he said. No, I just I'm messing around. I, no, I don't I care. Like, like uh, I can't remember any of the kids' names, to be honest. I, 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 I know Mike. I know Eleven, obviously. Because his character likes Max, Dusty, and Steve. Max and who's Max? Max is the girl that this character, the dude's character, likes. Oh, the redheaded chick. See, it's not just that. I don't like redheaded people either. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I can't remember any of their names. Anyway, uh, uh, Will's brother got no clue. I can't remember that dude's name. I, see? Exactly. There's just some characters you don't remember. Anyway, okay. Uh, Stranger Things star Caleb McLaughlin says some fans of the show are racist. 
Why, you may ask? Is it because they sent him racist things, saying they don't like black people being on the show? Lucas. Lucas. See? And then they give him the whitest name ever. Either That's way, a hard name to remember. Yeah, Lucas. Lucas. It doesn't just roll off the tongue. But either way, they say, is it because... Like, they were leaving poop on his doorstep. They were saying, you shouldn't be dating that redheaded chick. What's her name again? Max. Max. Yeah. Dang it. See, I'm not good at this. No, it's none of that. Uh, he's talking about his first Comic-Con experience, uh, where not a lot of people got in his line. Uh, and he goes on to say, it definitely took a toll on me as a younger kid who plays, oh, uh, who plays, there it is, the popular character, Lucas Sinclair. There, there it goes. It says the popular character. Obviously, you're popular. But, like, I don't believe his character was as big in the first season as, no like, Mike and Will. No one's character was as big as Eleven and, and Steve and Mike and Will. That was it. That was the first season. Either way, my very first Comic-Con, some people didn't stand in my line. He says, because I was black. Some people told me, this is the, and this is the jump, okay? He says... My very first Comic-Con, some people didn't stand in my line because I was black. Then he goes on to say, some people told me, like, oh, I didn't want to be in the line for you because you were mean to 11. What does that have to do with you being black? Like, they, didn't, look, they didn't like that your character was mean to the character that they liked. What, there, there were other characters that were more prominent in season one than his. There's this character in the movie The Fog. I already know you ain't seen it. I haven't. Okay. Everybody else that has seen it knows what I'm talking about. There's this woman in there, and she is absolutely horrible. I have told everybody in this world, I don't believe in hitting women. I really don't. And I know that these people are actors and actresses. I think I would punch this woman in the boob if I saw her walking down the street. She enraged me so much. And credits and kudos to her for being such a great actress that she made me so angry in the movie that I, you know. So uh, no one's standing in her line to go shake her hand. Yeah, that dude Joffrey that played Joffrey on Game of Thrones, you ain't seen him since his character died. That dude went into hiding because everybody hated that guy. I, look. People connect the actor to the character. Yeah, man, and and even so, you're not my favorite character. I liked Power Rangers when I was a kid. Billy, Trinity, or Ch Trini. Uh, Zach, they weren't my favorites. Uh, I was a Kimberly fan because I had a crush on Kimberly. And honestly, I wasn't even a big Jason fan. I like Tommy. And for those of you who hadn't watched Power Rangers, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But my point is, I wouldn't have gotten in any of their lines but Kimberly or Tommy's line at Comic-Con. That's all I would have done. People, <laughs> yeah. the character that they connect with, and especially, again, like I've said, the prominent characters like Eleven and especially Steve. Like Steve's like a big fan favorite. Yeah. You're going, you're going to that line and it has nothing to do with your race. It has nothing to do that no one doesn't like you. They just connected it with that character. Be happy that you're in the position that you're at, that you're actually at Comic-Con and you have a line. Yeah, you're literally in Stranger Things. Shut up. Either way. Okay. Wait, I just like, sorry. I don't, like if Will Smith was in a movie with a white guy, whose line are you going to? Will Smith or like the white guy character that no one really cares about? You're going to you're Will going Smith. To, you're going to see it's Will not because the dude's white. It's yeah. because it's freaking Will Smith. The movie Aladdin. Who in the world was the guy who played Aladdin? Nobody knows. Everyone's they, in Will Smith's line. <laughs> they went to Will Smith's line or the chick that played Jasmine. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'd be doing. Didn't nobody care one bit about whoever that guy was that played Aladdin. I don't even know his name. I don't care. It's nothing against him. I could care less. 
the real heroes in 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 those movies was uh, the genie and Jasmine. Everybody knows this. Uh, those, I mean, those are the lines I'd be in. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to. S- anyway, Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. I've watched both of them because I got kids. I'd be in the line for the dude who's the voice of Sonic because he's John Ralphio in Parks and Rec. Wait, and, really? Yeah, that's John Ralphio. Now I have to watch it. Yeah. And I would be in uh, <clears throat> Jim Carrey's line. Don't really like Jim Carrey as a person, per se, his political preferences. But, you know, I'd be in Jim Carrey's line. The guy who's like Sonic's best friend, <clears throat> what's his name? James Marston or Masters or something? I, I don't know. <sighs> you know I, I wouldn't be in there. Shut up. You're in, a, you're in one of the most popular TV shows of all time. Game of Thrones. I'd go see... Uh, what's her name? Daenerys. I haven't watched any Game of Thrones. Oh my lord! I've seen like one episode. Why are you here? <laughs> I'm taking a thousand bucks off your paycheck right there, <laughs> right there. You have to watch all the series of Game of Thrones between now and the first, or you're losing money. There's just no other way. How can you? You really haven't seen Game I of Thrones. I really have not seen Game of Thrones. I know there's a lot of people screaming at me right now, probably, but oh, I have not seen Game of Thrones. There's people that are in a ditch because they just wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, how? Hang on. I need a moment. I don't even know how to respond <laughs> to, to that. How do you? Okay. Get your thoughts. I would go to Jon Snow's line. I would go to Arya's line, and I'd go to Daenerys' line. Uh, and maybe if Jason Momoa was there, I'd go to his line. That's it. There are a lot of other characters. Oh, and maybe uh, uh, Tyrion. Maybe Tyrion's line. That's it. Everybody else, I could care less about. I don't want to. Means nothing to me. Do I think it's because it, it's because I hate you know tall people or tall women or short people? No. Those there's, are just characters. There's yeah. just certain characters you connected with, so you want to go talk to the person that played that role. Anyway. All right. Healthy Cell is the next generation of dietary supplements. If you take supplements in pill form now, it's time to change. Studies show that you don't absorb most of the nu- nutrients in pills. So if you're not absorbing the nutrients, why are you taking the pills? That's why doctors and nutritionists created Healthy Cell, a great tasting ingestible gel with 165% more absorption than pills. It's hard to make a vitamin liquids or gels taste good naturally, but Healthy Cell somehow manages to do it and improve absorption at the same time. Listen, at the end of the day, if you want to take care of your body, especially as we get older, I just had COVID the other day. My family had it. We all took this stuff. It really does work. It gets the vitamins that your body needs and it does absorb quicker, faster, and effectively. So what are you doing? Want a multivitamin that does the job right and tastes great? You want Healthy Cell. All you got to do is visit HealthyCell.com slash ground. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L.com and use the code GRAM for 20% off your first order. Go to HealthyCell.com slash ground now. Okay, all right, moving on. This is something really dumb, but this is how we're going to finish this out because it's actually something serious. Okay, so Gavin Newsom is making his pitch because um, he's he's positioning himself for a possible 24 bid on the Democratic side. And again, 
this dude, just Google Gavin Newsom and click on the images and you will immediately find every villain from every movie ever. He definitely looks like a villain. He looks like a Bond villain. He looks like Two-Face before the burn injury. He looks like the Joker before he fell into the bat of chemicals or whatever. He looks like uh, the, the the person that murdered people in Bone Collector. Like, he looks... I told you this is a very movie and TV-specific show. He just looks evil, which he is. But this is what he had to say in a recent interview. And, and, and when I heard him say it, I knew it wasn't true, but I wanted to look it up. Um, but but let's let's hear his words first. That has persisted with our party for party for years and years, constantly on the defense. We allow these culture wars to take shape, and we consistently are on the back end of them. Eight of the top ten states with the highest murder rates, all are Republican states. How do Democrats not know that? In fact, it's really nine out of ten. Georgia went for Biden, but it's really a Republican state, or at least a red state. Eight out of ten, and we're losing that message. Crime is higher, as well as taxes here for the average uh, citizen in Texas. It's higher crime, higher violent crime and property crimes than in the state of California. 67% higher gun death rate in Texas. Why don't we push back? Why are we Why only don't- Eight out of ten there is- red states have the highest murder rates in the country. So, I looked it up. Oh, are we, are we going to fact check? Yeah. There we yeah, go. Yeah, we're going to fact check. Um, I would label this missing context uh, because he's not wrong. All right. So hear me out here. Some of the states talking about Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, uh, South Carolina, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Red states. Okay. That is true. All right. But, but what he leaves out is the facts. One population is less. So therefore stats are higher. Right. Per yeah. 100,000. There's a lot less people in South Carolina yeah, than California. there's 2.9 million people in Mississippi by far. But but here is the main thing that he leaves out. And it's intentional because it completely destroys the narrative. It may be a red state, but listen to where the majority of this stuff happens. Because it even says in this article, disproportionately, these murders happen in certain areas. Okay. I'm going to guess for the blue counties. Uh, Alabama, for example, uh, the place with the highest homicide is Birmingham. Is it blue? Which would be blue. Uh, Louisiana has the highest murder rate in the United States. Okay. And New Orleans. And New Orleans. Murders are disparate. It even says murders are disproportionately concentrated in urban areas. Which are blue. Look no further than New Orleans. Uh, as the murder rate is about 37 per 100,000, the thing they're leaving out is Mississippi. Guess where it is? Jackson. Jackson. Blue. Yes. that's a, This is the stuff that they leave out all the time. Yes. Okay. Statistically, you may be able to use percentage points against us, even though more people die in Chicago uh, and Cal- uh, uh, Los Angeles and all these other things. Statistically, you may be able to do that. However, the part you're leaving out is these are highly metropolitan areas. Look at Atlanta. Highly metropolitan yeah. areas that are Democrat-run. Let me see if I can find something else. The biggest example of this, if you look at the major cities in the South, like Jackson, 
you look at Atlanta, you look at uh, Montgomery or Birmingham or all this stuff, or even New Orleans. Look how long it's been since they have not had a Democrat mayor. Okay, check this out. Just take New Orleans. 1870. That was the last time they didn't have a Democrat mayor? That was the last time their mayor was not a Democrat. 1870. And Gavin Newsom is pumping out all these facts to try to confuse you about these things when they're not true. I mean, there is some hint of truth, but without the, and this is what they do, right? This is what politicians do. These are what liars do. The best lies have a hint of truth with a large percentage of sway to the direction that you want them to go. Yeah. And that's what this is. Okay. Eight out of 10 uh, of the top murderous states are red states. Yeah, but they're blue counties and they're blue cities and ran by uh, blue mayors in those places. It's it's the mini Californias of the Southeast. And if anything, the narrative goes against that because it's disproportionately so in the urban populated metropolitan areas that are run by Democrats. So the argument could be made that the places that are red counties in the state have their crap together and yet again, Democrats don't. But we don't want to talk about these things because that's the truth. And that's all we have on our stupid stuff on the internet today. I hope you enjoyed this uh, new little fun type episode. Uh, We're going to bring you more of this stuff where we talk about things and, you know, uh, things that I find dumb. I think we're going to do some more movie type reviews because I really like it when movies like get really big in the news and you got to talk about them but either way thanks so much for listening to this episode of the dear america podcast share this with your friends thanks so much for listening and we'll see you all again next time